This is Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. On this episode of Talk Me Some Art, COVID-19 and behavior modification and social distancing, its effect on the psyche. This is Story Evermore in New York. I'm joined by Buckles Brannigan. Buckles, this is the uh, 19th anniversary of the September 11th attacks. What is your perspective on COVID-19's effect on ceremonies around the country and the overall psyche of the American people? Thanks, Story. My perspective is this, that uh, flats are delayed, flats are disrupted, flats, uh, flats in and around the country uh, are, are uh, curtailed, but they're also, uh, I see a difference in behaviors uh, throughout uh, with TSA workers, with uh, overall uh, passengers, I uh, see that this, the, the psyche is such that, uh, well, we're forgetting. We're forgetting what happened on September 11th. It was a tragic event for our country. Uh, we're in, a, we're in a, a bit of a tragedy, an expanded tragedy right now with COVID-19. Um, they're now blaming uh, coming close to Election Day. They're blaming the president for uh, delaying response to such an event when it first appeared uh, in February and March of this year. Uh, they're saying that he knew four months ahead of time the Biden campaign is attacking the president. Uh, they're now saying that the election will be delayed. Election day results will not be final until all the mail-in ballots, ballots are counted. Uh, this has an, a, an adverse effect, a societal effect that is a negative, uh, and the psyche, the individual psyche of the people, how we do our work a day, our work a day perspective, uh, how we how we attempt to interact with with one another, personally, privately, uh, and uh, in business, in the in the extent of the world, uh, how we as a country uh, work with other countries to solve a worldwide problem. So COVID-19 is a real, real issue. Uh, of course it is. And uh, I think that the psyche is adversely, adversely affected, of course. Your own experiences with uh, flying in today, uh, you seem to really have uh, been depressed by the whole uh, experience. Well, before COVID-19, it was a depressing experience to fly. Commercial airliners competing for your business, but yet they seem to not care. Uh, and the responses to COVID uh, also seem to have a, a, a certain apathy towards the flying public. Uh, if you're flying, you chose to fly, that's your problem, is what their attitude is. And I think, uh, although I had a relatively good flight, Overall, I got where I wanted to go. Uh, we flew into LaGuardia, 
I uh, got in last night. Um, there were 50, about 50 passengers on the plane with the social distancing. Of course, the capacities have been much greatly reduced. People are turned off uh, by flying. Uh, the service aboard the plane is diminished. The interactions between the flight attendants and the flying public, uh, the seated passengers, uh, is such that it's very minimum. The, uh, the attendants will not come out from their stations as much as they would normally. The cart uh, that normally blocks the, the aisle has caused more of a pain, uh, sometimes a danger to one's bladder, let's just say. Uh, waiting for the cart to go by your seat was always a problem. Uh, the, the seats are tight and close together. Uh, with COVID-19, it has lessened the problem somewhat. But airlines have a way of making things that uh, could turn out to your benefit uh, be a zero-sum game. And that's what we're, we're experiencing. On... on Continuing on, um, with with COVID-19, our sporting events, our cultural events have been curtailed somewhat. NFL opened its season yesterday, the Kansas City game. Uh, they showed uh, a, a unity by uh, marching onto the middle of the field before the game to show their solidarity, uh, sort of a group hug moment. There were boos from the crowd. What's what's going on here? Why is there negativity in response to this uh, attempt at unity between two adversaries? Well, between the two adversaries of 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 the of the NFL, I can tell you clearly that uh, we are experiencing one of the most pervasive issues and that is lack of lack of empathy lack of empathy and uh, callous callousness in our public and uh, private behaviors uh, people are are insular uh, there's a certain contingent of negativity uh, going on uh, the president doesn't help matters, of course, a polarizing figure. Yet the running mate doesn't really offer much in 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 his response. The, the Democratic Party represents a party that is solves problems through violence. It senses it, it senses it in a sense, uh, in a real sense, actually. Antifa is aligned with the left, and they are one of the most violent groups. They've already been declared. Such by the uh, by the government uh, doesn't recognize them as a bona fide uh, group. Uh, they are causing uh, havoc in our cities, uh, on our city streets. Uh, it translates to uh, the the actual psyche in the home and family. Families have been divided through this politically. It's a climate as such. It's a it's a very pervasive uh, problem. 
uh, it has polarized people. It, it, the argument has spread its its awful wings among our families. When our families are affected, the country suffers greatly. Buckles, what recourse do we have? What are there any solutions? Be with your family. Uh, try to look at the spiritual aspect of things. Try to live in a certain kind of harmony. We're not asking to be saints out there. We're not asking you to stretch your neck out in any way, uh, single yourself out, uh, become vulnerable. We're not asking that. We're asking just for uh, a modicum of support for the other human being. We're all human beings in this game that we call uh, living. And let's just live and let live. Chacun son goût is the French. I know that. And that basically means to, to live and let live. And uh, uh, leave each other alone. We won't, don't want to be bothered. And try not to make it an attitude where we don't want to be bothered to begin with. Let's be accessible. Let's be accessible to one another. I know in my doings, in my type of job that I have, and acting, on many of my different kind of projects that I work with, um, I have to work with individuals that uh, might not agree with. Well, we all have that in our daily lives, and uh, let's just take a, a little bit of time to, to sort of reach out in our own way. Let's be the magnanimous one in the relationships. We all have our relationships. They vary from personal to professional. And uh, if we can just get along, just get along, uh, we will be much, much better off. Any advice for our political leaders? After all, they're the ones that set the tone. Well, I think in that case, I think countries best each other. I think there's some certain responses. Canada doing a good job. They've been affected greatly by this plague. They're, they're handling it a little more deftly. Britain being, is responding in a proactive way with, uh, with vaccine, with, uh, I'm sorry, with, uh, screening. Uh, they're trying to ramp up a, a large screening program for the populace and broken up into the different, uh, different, uh, you know, in Wales, I know there's uh, some fires going on, but there's some real proactive activity. Uh, is that a term? Proactive activity, I suppose. Uh, that is positive. And, uh, in Scotland and, and, and then we see it across the shore in, in, in Europe. We see it uh, in Africa. We can learn by some of these countries in Africa. Some of the smaller countries uh, who would normally be uh, concentrated populations. We were in Europe especially. We have a large concentrations of populations in some of the smaller countries. That's They don't really have much to go. Uh, can't really, they won't be counted beyond the borders. They're, they're in their uh, the large cities within these countries uh, are, are very incubus, uh, incubators for this problem, 
for the COVID-19. And some of them are handling it better than others. That's the way, that's the way the things sort of flesh out. And that seems to be a normal thing. Uh, in our country, we're a large country, of course, separated by large cities and small cities alike. We find that the South is kind of catching up to the East and, and coast, uh, populated areas on the East and West coasts. Uh, for issues with uh, COVID-19. Uh, they're, they're doing a catch-up game in a negative way, of course. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's try to, well, I don't want to make a comment based upon that. Um, that's just my observations, my observations. Thank you so much. And I just wanted to ask what our takeaway our takeaway from this is that COVID-19 has caused quite a stir, of course, but yet it, uh, the takeaway is that we can, we can survive this problem. We can overcome it. We can, uh, we can survive and we can uh, prosper as a country. We want to move forward. Our economy should be strong, not weak. Our people should be strong, not weak. Our families should be intact. Our cultural, our cultural aspects, our art and theater and music and sports, sports are in that group, uh, should be unified and with one goal in mind, and that is to unify the country in an entertaining way, entertain the public. And uh, I, I really, I really feel in my own personal feeling is I think we can do this. I think we can, we can survive. And I want to thank you, Buckles, for joining me on this great show that we have put together today. It was succinct, and I think it was right to the point. I thank you. I thank you very much, Story, for your uh, introspection and your great questions. Thank you. Next up is Guy Massey with Morning Ruminations, a continuing series on Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. Thanks for joining us from New York. This is Story Evermore and Buckles Brannigan. It's 521 on a Friday morning in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and I'm happy to bring you morning ruminations. Um, I'm with my coffee right now. My cats uh, just finished up a flare-up, a morning flare-up, I call it, um, and uh, they seem to be okay now. The, the drama is over. <laughs> uh, she is uh, back on the bed, and he's on the dining room table right now. What's your attitude uh, with your cats towards your furniture? Um, do they scratch your furniture? Uh, you might want to dissuade them from going on your kitchen counters and maybe scratching the, the, the granite countertops. Uh, 
how do you do that? Well, you have to just do a little bit of behavior modification on the kitty cats. Speaking of behavior modifications from our earlier titled uh, or subtitled uh, show on COVID-19. You know, we're home alone with our pets, you know, and we've got more interaction with them. There's more opportunities to train them. And I think you can train a cat to uh, discourage it, at least, from attempting to climb onto every bit of furniture in your home. Um, you may want to uh, relegate them to one room if you can, but that's probably not a cool thing. Dogs aren't really counter climbers unless they're going after food. Um, so, you know, your doggies, you may want to keep the food in the fridge when, until you're ready to serve. Uh, the, the, the dogs begging at the kitchen, at the table, uh, at, at supper time, that's, that's another issue that you might want to minimize. Certain behavior modifications on your pets, um, will work and, uh, cats, uh, can be trained They're a little more difficult. Obviously they've got strong personalities, not that dogs don't, um, so as I sit here and reflect, I look and I'm grateful for my cats. They're pretty well behaved. And I let them pretty much, uh, you know, I've given up my uh, cane. My boy likes to climb the kitchen counter as I prepare coffee, for instance, in the morning or some other kind of uh, food item. Uh, and I keep him to the, uh, to the left of the, the stove. I've got a, a counter that goes around the kitchen continues into the stove with another small section and then the refrigerator. I don't let the cat uh, be on the coffee maker. That's my blockade, my blockade point. I use that as an actual physical blockade to stop the cat. Um, I keep my arm out uh, to shoo him back towards the sink. Uh, the sink is an area where I can clean easy. Uh, use the the lavette, as my mom would call it, but the uh, the washcloth to keep the counters pretty clean. But I'm, I've I've learned, and I'm still living here. Um, you know, it's it's, it's it's that argument of uh, using disinfectant everywhere, lowering our resistance. You know, our kids are, have weaker immune systems as a result of our overuse of chemicals. Um, I think I think that's true. I think there's probably scientific data to back it up. Um, and I think, you you know, you just let it go. I, I get a feeling now I leave the cat to do it, and I, I really don't really worry about the counter uh, between the sink and the coffee maker blockade that I've established. Uh, used to wipe it down right after he would jump back off onto the floor. But, you know, I, I know that there's germs there, but they don't seem to bother me. I don't prepare food there. I prepare food nearer to the stove. Or if I do prepare food by that area, I wipe it, of course, first. I'm not going to go inviting disaster. Um, but uh, the germs dry, you know, it's a dry situation in the kitchen for the most part. There's not a lot of incubation uh, aspects or spreading of this, any bacteria. Um, it can be minimized, um, so but I don't worry about it so much. And I'm, I'm still here. Uh, I'm still ticking. I don't have a cold. Uh, I don't have any COVID nineteen. Uh, not that you would get it from that, of course not. Um, but uh, 
Um, I'm pretty free of um, the uh, nastiness of such an onslaught that would occur. So, again, I'm, I'm here just relaxing. I'm going to actually uh, rise up from my, my chair here in the studio. Um, I'm going to grab a, uh, I'm going to go grab a, a, another cup of coffee. And let me just check back in with you right when I return. Thank you again to Story Evermore in New York and Buckles Brannigan for their contribution. John Jacobs couldn't make it to the seminar uh, talk on behavior modification and social distancing in our, the effect on our psyche. He couldn't make it, but he will make it for the next one. That story has planned for later this month. I want to thank Story Evermore and Buckles Brannigan for that segment that we entitled COVID-19, Behavior Modification and Social Distancing and the Human Psyche. It was a riveting show, and uh, for its 15-minute duration, I think it captured a lot. Buckles had a lot of perspective to offer. Um, and I'm going to be getting ready to set out soon when daylight hits. I think we're going to do a mountain bike ride or a bike ride. Gary and I are going to venture out. We missed a day yesterday. We're going to do some catching up. Maybe we'll try to hit 20 miles today try to do that distance on our bikes that'll be a pretty major coup where uh, we're now at 19.1 is our longest trip from last week and uh, we're going to try to best that I think we're going to come out pretty strong we're ready to go our bikes are tuned up well they have been and they're serving us well and I hope the day serves you well this is Guy Massey. I hope you enjoy our episodes that we bring you. And just asking you again, I want to thank you for your support, but I want to ask you just simply share this episode. That's all. That's all you got to do. And um, I think you'll do your part. And I'm pretty confident of it. And just go strong today. Have a great one. Buckles Brain again, and I want to tell you about a great, great product for leather care. It's called Buckles Brannigan Saddle Soap and Leather Conditioner. And you know, it's really the best product out there for your leather goods. Your shoes, your handbags, your coats, and of course your saddles. I like it, and I use it, and my name is on it. That's how much I like it. So you want to go and use this product. It's easy to apply. It's all natural. It's got silicone. It's got great product that is added to it to make it just better and overall easier to use. And the results, the results are stellar. So you want to try this. Buckles Brannigan Saddle Soap and Leather Conditioner. Just go to BucklesBrannigan.com for more information.